and we're live all right and guess what um you know you might have heard a little bit cause of celebration but we have all right officially gotten our very first patreon and we're super excited Woo! Woo! we did it <laughs> i also i feel like i feel like uh i've made it you know uh yep. this is relevant <laughs> i like to thank uh combo uh and wabbits mm -hmm. for carrying me every single uh, episode you're welcome. Uh, it's, uh, also... it's, it's hard to carry you, but it's nice to have someone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, especially like the last couple months, like you've been slowly like the weight's just been growing. So like you've needed a second person. Um, yep, yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, no, uh, we want to we want to send a big thank you to uh, Alex from Michigan. All right, mm -hmm. um, who is our first official patron. Um, so when all of us are on our uh, giant uh luxurious um boats uh sponsored by epic games uh wow. we can look back and be like it was all started because of alex all right mm -hmm. he's the one that got us you know recognized and it's all thanks to him future um, us are saying this is this is why we're here this is all why thanks we're here. to alex <laughs> wow we're, we're gonna have to if we ever do like a speech at some point you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to thank him and everyone 100 percent um yeah anyway thank you a lot um so you know with that with that in mind uh patreon uh the link will be provided at the bottom of the show if you like what we're doing and would like to support us um yeah okay let's uh because i don't want to be that podcast um that kind of goes you know does a bunch of predictions and then uh, doesn't mention it ever again because <laughs> I feel like that's most podcasts. We're gonna go right into the uh, predictions corner, and uh, Ooh, the one it. thing I know about corners and predictions, all right, is that Rocket League they're unexpected and you usually miss. So, uh, um, with that, uh, I guess um, metaphor or uh, comparison in mind, um, I want to take a look at last week. All right, so we had the promotions playoff. All right. Um, and be before we go into results, all right, combo, I want to tell you, all right, mm -hmm. that as the games are playing out, we're going to start with North America. As the games are playing out, all right, I slowly started becoming a fan of Splice. And I was rooting <laughs> for them by the end, all right? As the games played out, I watched the full first series. Um uh the harp like i don't know i don't know maybe it was like because you know what happened i think halfway through all i wanted to was to go uh be able to come back here and be like listen combo all right you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> all right i was gonna make some clever like title with karma you know what i mean and like you know using that for the title like combo getting like karma coming for combo or, you know something Ooh, like that yeah yeah um, that was good but uh unfortunately <laughs> just for the title and for the content i would have loved to see them even win a series man that would have been so nice dude, dude. um but no unfortunately that was not the case um also i'd like to say uh so just for everyone who did listen last week to reward you i believe uh the the official uh, prediction was that evil geniuses um and uh birds and the bees were going to go through um mm -hmm. and but combo's prediction was that the peeps were going to go through i believe mm -hmm. and uh, i'd like to say combo um we all know that uh if we're ever playing threes uh you're just kind of gonna do your own thing that's what we learned <laughs> from uh this week um you know he's like i'm not gonna go with the majority i'm just gonna choose my own thing uh, which is okay but um it was cool to see um i kind of want to start with um oh, instead of kind of going i guess game by game i want to start by how we thought the teams did um so wabbits i'm curious actually did you did you watch any of it a lot of it a little bit i'm not gonna lie i was home and so, okay. that's just gonna be a no that's gonna be a no all right that's okay that's okay <laughs> I, I, hear I was home and i'm like hey so we watched it all like that that's no, what no, that no. my mind clicks was... Way back out and not good internet, which is why I usually don't join podcasts when I'm home. <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, you ever wonder why he cuts in and out on some of our podcasts, you know now. Um, yep. <laughs> no, but I, I would like to say to Combo, um, maybe Combo then, Evil Geniuses, because I know we were hoping, like, beyond hope, that they would make it through mm -hmm. just because. Mm -hmm. um, uh, who was it? Um, Sorry, 
Um, Drippe, right? Drippe yep. Yep. had moved from OCE. Yep. From OCE. Um, and unfortunately, uh, that did not work out. Uh, what did you see in their play overall? Uh, so I also, so I was actually at a, uh, I was gone all Saturday, so I more or less just watched highlights. Um, okay. I still caught most of the, the highlights of the game, but um, tr- truthfully, like, I, I don't, I didn't have a lot of like, oh, like this thing happened this day that like really slowed them down. It literally, so in my opinion, from just watching highlights, the peeps and birds and bees were both just the better teams for the entire day. Um, like the only loss for either of the two of them was uh the peeps beating the birds and the bees, which is what I believe I predicted. Um, if that if that matchup, but I think I predicted that matchup for the lower final, didn't I? I believe, um, and uh, I think yeah. I had the peeps going through there. So um, yeah. the uh, yeah, I think for me, if I, I don't remember exactly what I said on the podcast, so if I'm wrong, yell at me. But, no, no, that was, um, that was I believe I believe I I believe I said I I wasn't overly confident that EG would get through, but I really wanted them to, so yeah. I picked them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I was very sad to not only see that first performance um but to see that performance against splice that that was uh <laughs> um, that was, broke my heart and soul and uh to me at least from the highlights um i didn't get to see a lot of the, the my theory that splice beats our lcs teams from whiffs um i didn't really obviously you don't see whiffs and highlights so uh, i actually purposely have that link saved for uh on the rle sports youtube channel so i can go rewatch that series but because uh, i just want to see what went wrong but i saw some very nice team play from splice at least in that losers round one yeah i'm gonna be honest um splice like had birds and the bees beat and then birds and the bees turned around right they're up three to mm-hmm. one and they just had to win one more game and they lost three in a row and classic splice fashion but to be fair there's really two ways two things that could happen from there um like you either you're either done you know the team checks out or it's like oh screw these guys we're gonna we're gonna try really hard um and i kind of felt like splice after all we've said in the regular season like i have i have a feeling splice is gonna do really well in the rlrs um i think they might just be a team that's gonna be eternally stuck between them between RLCS and RLRS? Yeah, that might be it. Um, And especially with the level of teams we see in the main RLCS these days, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You you know, like, the the Peeps and the Birds and Bees have gone through, and I do like that there's some fresh blood, and we'll see how they compare. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is very difficult. Um... I also think that's the nature of NA, right? Like we, like I spoke to at the very beginning of the of RLCS league play, that that they're a we have our big three and we have the rest. That 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 ultimately is how NA works. That is how NA mm-hmm. continues to work. Um, I assume that's gonna be but how under NA that work going into under that. that assumption though, you're you're mm-hmm. saying that there's space for a team to be middle of the table, and like what do you mean? Like, True. It, it's because I I almost feel like Europe is scarier. Europe is I like agree. the top I think Europe six is teams. so much deeper. Right, you got it. Mm. it. It's I think I think it is hard to compare the skill between NA and Europe. I think if you take let's say the top six players from either region, I think they're very comparable. Um, whereas if you take the top sixty players from either region, Europe dominates. Um, I think Europe and like that population obviously matters there. Like like they they have a larger population to pull from in Europe than, than North America does. Like like there's some actual logistical ways you can look at that. Um, but I agree. I think what makes at least the NA play in uh, promotion uh, playoffs a lot more fun than potentially EU uh, is the fact that we i would say we have our top three and then i'd say there's a good maybe 10 teams under that three that are all comparable enough in skill you obviously have a couple that are up there so you get like the rogues and um like those just significantly better teams or then a couple that are like the, the lesser good so like upper 90 um like in that area but the, i would say there's a good 10 teams that are under that big three that are stellar um and i happily will include splice in that top 10 like they've obviously proven that um and they i, I think that's something which i think it makes almost na of some people so for instance like um snasky um dignitas's coach calls it na boring for that reason i actually find na fun for that reason that we yes we have our top three and like it's fun to watch them literally dominate any team that, that isn't the top three uh in na but then you you have this like squandering middle for that literally one position other to qualify for rlcs which i think is so intense and so. i think i think another thing is like would you prefer a table where it's you have your your kings or queens or uh, what what have you to be toppled, right? Um, and where every other team is striving to be like, listen, if we can knock this team off, like we make a name for ourselves. Or would you rather a table like where it's a mixed bag and you never know who's gonna win, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's always interesting. Yep. Um, I love that the regions give very different perspectives. Like, like that's what you want from a, a successful sport and a successful esport is that when you watch different leagues and different levels and things like that, that you're always getting a very different picture. Like I remember even at, like in the season two and three of RLCS, like the, the regions literally played different Rocket League. Like that was fascinating to watch. Uh, and we, we've slowly moved, obviously, as our team play has become so important in the last three, four seasons. Um, we've we've moved towards a, a very team play focus that is just kind of worldwide. Um, but man, yeah, being able to watch the little differences and the, the systematic differences in each region is at least why I love the sport and, and what I really get from it. Awesome. All right, let's uh, move on to EU. Um, learning from the uh, mistakes over, uh, you know, this week's podcast that I did with Kyle, the uh, Robert <laughs> Kyle show, um, where you we uh, started. I started doing a recap and then realized, you know, an hour had gone by. <laughs> um, you know. Anyway, uh, so EU, um, we had the bricks, mousy spores. Uh, Veloce. Veloce. And he did it this time. Complexity gaming. <laughs> He's been practicing all week. Um, I've been practicing. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I believe I called it that last time. Or I think I... you did. You were right. You, you did. Right. It took a while to get there, but we got there. <laughs> all right. Well, out of all <laughs> three people here, I'm the only one who speaks a European language, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what English. I speak. <laughs> A Latin-based language that is other than English or French. Speak but I also speak French, so I mean, I guess that works too. No. Um, anyway. Here. Here's a trivia note. Uh, so we can, like, put this, you know, uh, in our awards speech. Combo, how many languages do you speak? Uh, one, technically, uh, but I... So how many languages do you speak, Wabbits? One in a bit. Alright, and I can say three in a bit. There, fun, done. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's what happens when you have immigrant parents. Um, <laughs> listen, maybe that's why Europe is so important to me, okay? Yeah, yeah. Although, I suppose uh, there's no Virtus Pro, so I can't, <laughs> can't fully support uh, my nation of heritage. Um, wow, uh, that was a side tangent. Um, so, yeah, we had the Bricks, Mousy Sports, Voloche, Complexity, um, I you, last I believe last who do we end up choosing last week? I, I I'm gonna be honest I'm much more hazy on. I remember who my two were. I don't remember. Yeah, what t- the say what your was. two were. Her. So my two was Bricks and Veloce. Um, I literally got the the winners and losers flipped. So I thought we were gonna have a Bricks Veloce winners and then a Complexity Veloce losers. Um, but uh, yeah, so I had those flipped and then Complexity and Bricks got I, through. I um, think. But yeah. Yeah, I think you're. Oh. Did we get complexity somehow through? I think you that, guys picked complexity. I, I say, you no, no, no. I, I think that this was me. Because I, I, I picked against it. you guys once, and you guys, I remember that. Well, um, all I know is that I was 100% that complexity was making it, and then I was right. pretty sure that bricks were making it. Mm-hmm. My hands are up. I have one. I did it. <laughs> I think I, the one thing I do remember I know I was saying was that I, to me, I thought the, the, matchup between Veloce and Complexity was going to be a toss-up. Um, I thought that that was going to be, because Veloce was coming in so hot, but Complexity mm-hmm. has so much depth and like history on that team. Uh, but they, man, did they come out swinging. And, yep. uh, and I was shocked. After watching the Bricks, I remember in my head, because like, at least I got to watch this day, I looked and I was like, I think Veloce is about to get steamrolled, and they got steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was blown away. I mean, yeah. and the, the big thing here is the the player that's not from, like, the original, the OGs, shall we say, um, Flakes. I've actually seen him a lot of once tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, you know, because I, I was thinking, like, the Flakes seems really, like, uh, familiar to me. And then now it's like, oh, okay, it was that once player now that they have a team of three. You got it. Again. Yeah, he was a once main for a while. Again, I was the one that shouted out Flakes as uh, my hands are still up because I have one. Flakes my MVP. Everybody's MVP. <laughs> All right. By the way, I just want to point out uh, that if we ever have like a skating Scandinavian slash Viking esque team, it's this one. Um, yeah. We got we got Finland, Norway, and Netherlands. Netherlands. Eh, Not really, but eh, close enough. Eh. Close enough. Um, but yeah, no. Very. Um, I'm just enjoying the uh, differences of teams. Actually, that's another thing that we see in Europe is, is like the different countries that you that the players come from right <laughs> mm-hmm. um unlike you know if you look, you look at north america or 
Well, well, North America has two that's countries. That's an unfair comparison. <laughs> no, 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 but, but I mean, like, even, because even, I don't know, I feel well, like... Yeah, if you go to Sam, no, Sam's a great example. South America, there's, what, I think there's 15, 16 countries in South mm -hmm. America, and Brazil, um, so it's only Brazilians that have made RLCS. It's literally six Brazilians um, wow. that are coming, and I believe in all of their, like, pool of eight uh for their league play i think there was like three argentinians uh like 20 something uh or sorry 15 or 16 brazilians uh and like two like a couple chilies uh, and that was a bit of, or chile sorry that was about it so i mean it makes sense though as well because i feel like they brazil's always had the most developed i feel esports team in yep. south america so yeah i agree um like you can see that in league of legends and uh a little bit of starcraft and then um of course in uh, counter-strike right Thank the Lord, Mighty Cooksier stays in RLCS. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Praise the Rocket League gods I mean, that we still get a crow score, and a right? cooks. It was the highest yeah. highest points. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was most. I think he got Golden Striker, I believe. Uh... Yeah, Golden Striker, but gets kicked out. <laughs> yeah, can't believe that. That'd be so sad. Um. All right. So, uh, I guess we went over complexity. Went through bricks. Went through. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched less of this one than the NA one. Um. And you call yourself an EU fan? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Can we talk about that Voloche Bricks series, though? Yeah, I, I let's know talk about like rewatched yeah. it, but holy, what a series, man. <laughs> I have never felt a momentum shift bigger than watching that series of just the, every game it felt like it was going opposite ways and i know the bricks took three straight and and but like i think especially game three and four could have easily went either way mm -hmm. um and then especially then once game five swung which i actually thought the bricks had outplayed veloce but then veloce took that game i was pretty worried at least for the bricks at that point because um they were looking like they were losing a lot of their momentum following that then they come and get dominated in game six and i remember like sitting back I think I had, like I think I hadn't like eaten yet as I was watching that, and so I ran downstairs quickly to like grab snacks and come back up to to my room to watch. And uh, I I remember coming in, and I was like, man, the bricks are screwed. And I literally sit down, and um, they started instantly with like three team plays as I was like slowly organizing my food. And I was like, all right, all right, they're coming, like they okay. want it. And they they decimated that game, and they looked really good towards the end. So I was so pumped that they made it through. There's something about that big like four nothing. Like here it's a four nothing um, win for Voloche. But like mm -hmm. sometimes it's like six nothing. You you get those big wins, right? Yeah. And then for some reason, teams bounce back after those ones because I think they give themselves enough time to like give up on that game. Yeah. To we kind spoke of mentally prepare for the next one, right? That was your big note, yeah. I remember the beginners corner quite a few weeks ago about um, like learning how to settle your mind and stuff like that. Is right, like if you're playing ranked, like like if you already if you're losing by a couple goals, like just like all right, like we've lost this game, like start just focusing on the next one, right? And like we're fine. Uh, and yeah, I, I like back all the way to your point. I still agree that that's really relevant, especially when you can't forfeit games in a professional setting like this, right? Uh, so, actually, speaking of which, um, controversy. Sorry, like I feel like. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? You, I'm going to go back to NA for very briefly, but is there anything else you want to talk about here? Uh, are we good? No, I, okay. I think so. I, like the main points are told by the score lines. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I want to say controversy or no controversy. Uh, Birds and the Bees player leaving. <laughs> Did you see this? No, I didn't. Hear. Like I said, I missed the actual day. What happened? Oh, okay, so there's the, the Fuse are playing the Birds and the Bees, and I believe this is a six nothing game. Oh, yeah, right. I believe it was five nothing, <laughs> and the versus oh. and bees like kept the ball alive and over to, like went at zero seconds, or no, sorry, the peeps uh, at zero <laughs> seconds, and then someone was like air dribbling and one guy just left. Was it, was it Roll Diz? Do you know who it was? I, I don't remember which player it was. Mm, I'm curious. I, I've heard that like, Roll Diz can be a hothead sometimes, so I'm curious. I mean, it's him. like to be uh, fair, the game so. was done. Like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an awful like place to be in. And like, I've I often will like put my controller down if I if I already know I'm losing by a couple goals and people are just keeping the ball up. Um, mm. so I can't be bothered to keep playing that. But yeah, I, I'm super not on board when people leave, man. Um, that is like I think it looks so unprofessional. Like, mm. I, I at least for me, picture like something like hockey or soccer mm -hmm. and like someone literally walking off the field like like that does not yeah. happen i played men's league I, a couple weeks ago actually. and i'm <laughs> fair happens, yes i've seen kinda... it um and normally but normally there are like fines associated or yeah, things yeah. like that right like, like mm -hmm. there's actual like punitary action and um like i i got play a, 
a very competitive men's league. Like you had to, you have had to play junior hockey in some way to play in this league. I'm a goalie, and my team really just came out like not playing a couple weeks ago when we lost the game 13 to one, um, and I had to sit there and just keep allowing three on O's, three on O's, three on O's, and so on, and, and it mm-hmm. was awful. And it is just so far outside of my frame of consciousness to want to ever leave a game, and that's a men's league at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I didn't hear about that, but um, yeah, I'm super not on board with that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure as well if this was a um, RLCS. I'm curious though, right? Because this would be this is a pretty significant broadcast, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's a massive. So, I think they hey, were 40 to 50,000 per yeah, broadcast. So I, I think definitely from Zionic's standpoint, like, like I, I think there's no harm, right? Um, and like, we're very, this is very, I think like the degree of professionalism should definitely be kept to, right? Mm-hmm. But if if there was a fine or, or like some kind of like asking him for like a formal apology or something, like it might it might honestly just be too much. Like you just yeah. can, you're gonna you can just like let it go because I the game was at zero seconds, right? Like it mm-hmm. um, at this point like you just definitely let it go because there's nothing in the rules, there's nothing about it mm-hmm. uh, there. It's more just a thing of um you know, being nice and uh, sportsmanship to stay but there's no actual thing against it yeah. in, in the rules or anything. So, like, it's it's BM, it's unsportsmanlike, but kind of whatever. <laughs> they might change change the rule set so it's in there that you have to stay to the end, but I don't know. As is. Who really cares? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, it's, it's a food for thought, I guess. Mm. All right. Um, yeah. I guess that concludes our uh, predictions um, mm-hmm. and how we did. Um, I think we can say overall... Um, we did pretty well. I think we did. We went what fifth? There's at least a fifty-fifty. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. at least fifty. Official result is fifty-fifty. Yeah, um, and then combo, combo. I was seventy-five uh, percent. Yeah, combo <laughs> is gonna, uh, you know, not go with the majority. So, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that's good. We're gonna move on to our next corner. Um, perhaps this is the one on the top right or the top left of the field. You never know. Um, off the top of the field. Um, no, we're gonna go into our beginners corner, um, and this is something I've been thinking about. And really, what spurred me to do this is uh, realizing that a lot of times in games, I feel I feel this might be a little different, a higher level than I am currently. Um, but I feel to make a flick when you're dribbling a ball takes some time, right? The mm-hmm. lower rank you are. Um, and maybe it's a comfort with dribbling stuff. Um, and I and I started going, wait, wait a second. If the ball is moving slower than my car, let me just go in front of my car and bump the person instead of trying to <laughs> flick. Because it's significantly easier and they have to challenge for the ball. Um, mm-hmm. And so I want to bring out the topic of uh, bumping. Um, and I guess when and when not to really use it. Um, and so... Uh, before we get, because I know Combo's going to have a lot to say to it, I want to get some yeah, in Mabbit. a little bit. I was already, I was like, yeah, even if you threw to me, I was like, no, I want to hear what Wabbit's bumps yeah, first. Let's hear, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear uh, what Wabbit thinks about bumping. Okay, so I am in champ one, as I'm sure many of you know, so I have absolutely no idea. I just go almost pure instinct when I bump. Um, <laughs> and I cannot dribble, so that is completely a moot point for me. Um, <laughs> But when I actually do bump, what we're saying, well, what I'm trying to say is maybe, maybe you don't have to drill. Maybe you can just bump instead. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, what a lot of the times when I will bump, it'll be chasing someone who's trying to dribble, <laughs> so that it's uh, it just ruins their dribble. Your team is now has possession and they they've wasted time by trying to do this dribble and trying to style, but they've took too, taken too long because they probably can't do it well enough to flick quick. Mm-hmm. Um, which even happens in this in like lower jam, and I'm quite sure it happens higher up, because <laughs> I always think of the last man as uh, pretty much just trying to waste time until your team can get back to save you. <laughs> yeah, at its core, that's really what it is. I was gonna yep. say to that point, um, if you are going back and you're going straight back, like you're the last person on your way back, and you do see someone that's like standing there waiting for a pass from the other team. Just bump them before you like rotate around, because that's yep. it's a pretty good defensive play. At least I feel. I'll do that. I'll, I'll, pretty much all of my bumping comes when I've 
really heavily committed towards uh, towards a ball and then either I miss the shot or just miss the ball entirely. And then I'll probably land in some corner, steal a boost, either cut across net or race back uh, down midfield to try and get back to, to net if they're on the aggressive. Um, and then in doing that, I'll always go for the person who's waiting for a shot. And then if I get the bump, then awesome, their attack is now kind of messed up. Um, and it's a pretty easy defense for my team and I'm getting close to a good position. Um, but if my team's on the attack, it takes a little bit of extra time to cut across the net and try and hit the goalie. But if you just annoy them enough that you they can't defend, then you've gotten a free goal and this little extra couple seconds of rotation, uh, is completely worth what you've like, what you gained. <laughs> That's right. pretty much where I am. <laughs> What are you flash? Or are you finding mostly? Uh, no, I, I think defensively I'm doing a little more. Um, I think I've noticed if I'm already out of position anyway, um, which does happen at lower ranks. Um, mm. But I noticed that I know one of my players is about to hit the ball towards the net. Um, I'll actually just charge it and try to get that bump. Um, mm. Because like if you're in front of the ball, like you miss the ball, but you're in front of it and you know your player's about to hit it, um, then it's usually pretty safe. Um, mm. I think. You have to be careful though, because sometimes um, it almost. I feel like this would be a lot harder to do at a lower rank, like in platinum or gold, um, just because I don't think you'd be able to trust your teammates as much as you might be able to trust Fair. them higher up. Good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to my like that situation that I had. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's very specific because a lot of times if you are dribbling, you kind of want to keep the ball moving quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's moving too slowly, it's just way too predictable. Um, and so, like, there's, you, the ball has to be moving fast enough that, like, the other the other, t- the other person's hesitating and they're, they're not just going in, but slow enough that you can be faster than the ball, right? Um, yep. So that that's interesting to me. Um, as opposed to, to, uh, to Abbott's point, um, I definitely try to do that as much as I can on the way back, um, just because I feel you get some uh, pretty crazy, um, you get some pretty crazy kind of. Situ- well, I here, I, Kama, let me ask you this: um, knowing knowing that you should be rotating in a circular pattern, I feel when the game gets really scrappy and there's like, like you know what I mean, and you you know your player committed and there's no one back, you go straight back to net, right? Um, I've, I, I feel like in that point, a lot of times that's, that's kind of when I end up getting that last second bump, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. because I just go straight back, but would the play, should the play be to keep that rotation if you see the player? Cause I feel like that's a decision that's made a lot and it, it might just be spur of the moment, but I feel like that's a tough decision. hundred percent. Uh, do you want me to just like dive into it? Like just bumping in general, like what I've seen do- and what I know at least. Uh, let's go over that specific situation first, though. Cool. You're on your uh, back, and you have an option. You either go for the bump, but it's going to ruin your rotation to maybe defend, right? Okay. Um, like, you, you might want to rotate kind of in a semicircle, so you can actually block the shot somewhat. To go back post, yeah. Um, or do you just take out that person and just hope your teammates do Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um... So for me, the way I look at it, and uh, like I'll I'll definitely give like Combo's guide to successful bumping from what I've learned, uh, <laughs> and that like the reason why I think I I'm actually a good person to talk about this is when I started in like when I started playing Rocket League back like literally the day it released, um, and up till now for the first I'd say like of the current lifespan of the game, the first half of the of the game's existence, bumping was very frowned upon. Uh, yeah. Like it was it was like you broke it's like breaking rule one kind of thing when you when you're like accelerating into another person's hood and you can't move and you're not supposed to move um like the gentleman's code it was almost the exact same thing with bumping is that you just don't do it uh and it took pros doing it to to succeed i remember specifically i saw that squishy was generally a pretty aggressive player as he was starting to get higher and higher um and i would start saying if people complain and, and let's say in like chat or whatever during games people would be like oh um like why are you bumping and someone's like well squishy does it or like pros do it and <laughs> and that ended up becoming like the excuse and uh, so now it's just become accepted and like and so i hated it when it happened like if you're asking me like like two year ago combo i'd be yelling at you being like no way like you let that player be like you you rotate to your post and you make that save like um whereas now um in that specific situation um just for the short answer i'm still gonna say don't take that bump um but uh 
bumping is so useful and so so needed uh, especially as you want to keep getting mm -hmm. better and better at the game um and it actually took uh, jer on the brock team to really teach me that because he's a very physical player uh and i found recently as he's been focused more on his mechanic he's not that physical but um he is a, at his core a pretty physical player and he's kind of helped me learn what is a good and bad physicality um as i've literally watched him learn the same so anyway so in this exact situation hold on hold on yeah. hold on B yeah. before we go into that specific situation are you telling me that that whole ramble was literally just to be able to shadow Jer because he was uh, sad that he wasn't shouted out last week? He actually, he's actually been messaging me during this current recording, being like, "You better shout out me and Volts." And he's given me, he's, he's, he's given me verbatim sentences to say. Okay. I'm not going to say them, so shout out. <laughs> Not Jer, um, but no, no. The the reason I was saying that is just because like I truthfully have learned a lot of physicality rules from Jer True. without him knowing that. I've because I've watched him make mistakes and then learn from it. But then I've also watched him make incredible plays and learn from that. Um, so in this in, in this case, um, so I'll just try to set the scene and tell me if I'm picturing it right. Okay. Um, you are the third man rotating back. You currently have a you you currently have a last man who's been in net and probably is planning on making a challenge soon. Mm -hmm. um, you. I assume then by how that sounds, you have a second man who is currently rotated to the back post, like he's just got yeah. there, um, and now you're the third man coming back. If in that exact situation, when you technically have two goalies because you already have someone challenging and you have someone who's going to receive the challenge if it's missed, definitely remove that third player no reason not to your take rotation can be take the bump you got it so i say demo don't even bump like if you're coming back there's no reason you shouldn't be supersonic because yeah, yeah. sorry i i'm using ago, the terms interchangeably um. yes of course so that's why like obviously every time you bump you realistically would like to demo but um in this case a bumping will not help you because it's just going to take you out of position and it'll slightly mm -hmm. put them out of position you need to demo, to demo in this yeah. case so if you are if you are supersonic 100 percent. if it's just going to be a quick swoop to the right hit them and then swoop back to the back post like 10 times out of 10 no reason not to if and this is where it changes if your number two has not yet rotated rotated back to net and maybe it's muddy on who's the number two because that mm -hmm. tends to happen a lot and i find that's where a lot of players will get confused on how to just start that defensive rotation my suggestion is to never take that bump just make sure you have the rotation set and only as you've said mm -hmm. take that opportunistic bump when you know you're already out of the play and maybe can spare a couple seconds in that okay. case right all right to do that is, is really the big one um am i allowed to go on a rant right now or go. no rant uh, time do it all right so um here's combo's guide to effective bumping that uh no notes nothing this is just gonna be off the top of my head um that is so i, I think the way i look at it is I, I think there's four three or four very good times to bump and those realistically should be the only times you should be looking for demos and for physicality um the first one is the back rotation so exactly what we're talking about right now when you are the third man and you know comfortably that your two players um are and this comes back to the trust of the of the ranks which obviously can be the hard part so you slowly adapt this to whatever rank you're at um as you're the third man rotating back taking that demo on that third guy will instantly destroy the offensive rotation because he has now gone for three seconds plus the three to five seconds that it's going to take for him to get a full pad and get back in the play. I can almost guarantee 80 to 90% of the times that means your other two players are probably going to get that ball out. And I've even seen some really good turnarounds where if, let's say, let's say he's waiting in what like at least in most sports is called the slot. So like high in front of the net, like in both the middle point between the net and the center field dot. Um, mm -hmm. If let's say you demoed him here, there, he's waiting for the pass. If your player has won that challenge, there's a good chance you can drift on the, on the spot there turn around and now you have a two-on-one -on -one going the op opposite way and the one is gonna be that guy who's still responding so he's gonna be flustered so um there you can get some phenomenal transitions from that so that's that's number one number two which again you guys spoke about which i'm really impressed with um is the opportunistic offensive rotation so if you so again we'll picture our one two three so your one is that person challenging in the corner your two is the person supporting on the wall and your three is that one in the middle waiting for the pass so that one as you go let's say we're the one you go through you try to challenge into their offensive corner we'll say let's say the right corner in this case you challenge in their right corner um and you swoop to the left to go in front of the net as you're generally people would just rotate out through the middle as they're doing it see if you can take someone don't leave your path don't change what you're doing maybe you're going for their far boost that's cool maybe you're just trying to get right back that's cool whatever your rotation ends up looking like if you can take someone with you by all means do it you will again destroy their defensive rotation because now that number three who we were talking about in the defensive case needs to become that number two much quicker uh, and needs to, to get back into that spot i hope these numbers are making sense as i'm saying that um but uh, uh yeah so that, that that kind of opportunistic bump is awesome especially if you go across let's say same thing you're in the corner and you go across there and take out their goalie if you, and this is where jerry is like this is his peak and I, I already said i didn't want to shut him out but like i have seen him do this hundreds of times in the about a year that i've been playing with him um and he will go clean through the net 
absolutely decimate whoever their goalie is, go right to their far boost, take their boost, and now he's out in the number three position waiting in the middle. Um, and it is it, it literally is just a slightly longer rotation that he not only gets their boost and now we control better, but he's also made them have to respawn with only 33 uh, based on maybe they had 100 or so on. So that's the number two. Number three is your uh, offensive ones. This is kind of where we started. Uh, so the this is very high level. I wouldn't recommend it until you're in like high champ maybe at that point. Um, but by all means, try it. Um, Jesse, the the ex pro player, kind of still pro player uh, and streamer, um, is phenomenal at this. I think it was literally named after him for a while. Um, is where it's the the air dribble bump. If you folks have seen it, mm-hmm. um, so it doesn't have to be an air dribble though. This is the really fun thing. I've seen some really cool highlights of people who are literally just very slowly carrying the ball, especially in ones when you have enough time for it. Um, you're just carrying the ball. There's one goalie, and what you do is exactly as Flash was saying before, instead of trying to flick or trying to do something cool or a fake or something like that, you literally just wait for him to start his challenge, gain up enough speed that you're almost supersonic, and just as he's about to hit you, hit that little bit, last bit of boost so that you can go supersonic and demo him as the ball is just simply rolling in the net, and then maybe troll him a little bit as that ball's rolling at like 10 kilometers <laughs> an hour into, into the net. Um, and so that's the that's the the third like really big one. And then the fourth, um, the way I look at it, at least are just kind of your classic bumps. Uh, as you're doing what you're doing, if you see a player near you and you're already supersonic, why not take him out of the play, right? It's uh, that that was that was the kind of thing that was really frowned upon in uh, in early Rocket League, and luckily, in my opinion, at least we moved in a direction where it's really not. It's just it's a it's part of the game so you got to learn to play against it um so yeah that that fourth one i don't have a a setting or like where that looks like but those are your good ones outside of that i don't generally recommend physicality it's too easy for folks to get too centered on bumping demoing things like that where it's if you really think about it to get supersonic without any flips or things like that you're probably spending 60 to 70 of your 100 boost and now just to take someone out of the play, which potentially was irrelevant, and you're out of position, you now only have 30 boosts to get back into position. So um, outside of those kind of cent- central areas that I was just suggesting there, uh, I really wouldn't push folks to go anywhere else. Um, but please, if either of you have other ideas, fill in my gaps, let me know. But that, that at least from my history of, of not being a physical player, trying to be a physical player and hating it, and now just doing my passive physicality in those three ways has worked quite well. So. Mm-hmm. So with yeah. the uh, the fourth one that you mentioned, um, yeah. that one is kind of a double-edged sword where it's really mm-hmm. dangerous to go for uh, a random bump unless the person just happens to be right in front of you. You got it. <laughs> so I think um, even if you see them just off to the side, uh, probably don't go for them unless mm-hmm. they are integral to the play, like to the opponent's team play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that far out for you to just turn the car you're still at supersonic and you're still going towards where you need to be. You got it. Like that, the closer to the one or two where it's part of exactly. your already. Yep. yep. I completely so agree. Definitely be really worried about that for Probably don't even think about it if you happen to have, uh, like, or if uh, you've already brought in uh, the one and two as pretty natural to you. Yeah, you're fine. It's... Don't add more. <laughs> yeah. You're already more physical than be... I'd say at least half the, the players. Exactly. Um, as a throwback, honestly, to ball chasing, I do not on that website i do not focus demos like i'm not a physical player uh, it's it's mm-hmm. truthfully just not in my blood um like i said i'm a, I'm a goalie in hockey like I, i've literally never played sports physically um and so in in rocket league i'm still in i think the top 55 percent for physicality and like average demos per game so mm-hmm. even me just even barely following those first three rules that i talked about um i'm already in almost above average for how much demoing there is. So if you've already mastered those two, don't even try to add anything else to your arsenal. Yep. <clears throat> All right. And you, oh, wait, you go first. You, you also mentioned that uh, people now are getting more comfortable with uh, with bumping and like people are less angry. I really think that only happens in like a lot higher tier, like in <laughs> upper champ. Fair, uh, okay. Because on the journey that I went through from uh, mid-plat all the way up to champ one, people still get really, really mad whenever you bump. And it's mm-hmm. really frowned upon uh, just to even go for it. That's so, good to know, honestly. That's, that's yeah. really good. So, so like, I definitely go for it. Player. Yeah, that's exactly. That becomes a <laughs> as your player. If you don't mind being like called out or uh, mm-hmm. people like, being rude to you or that toxicity, yeah, man, get in their heads. Uh, yeah. I always, my main, like, like, 
thing that I will type to players, like if I find that they're getting salty with me for like a play style or something like that, is I always say that I have free real estate in their head. Um, <laughs> my wording. And like, if you have free real estate in your in, in their head, take it. Absolutely dominate them with it. And uh, but yeah, if you're worried, like I'll say you're going to take comments to heart or if someone's toxic to you, like like that's going to actually hurt you like emotionally, then maybe it's not your play style. Maybe it's not or for you. Maybe you should but... just mute the chat before you. Also true. Great idea. <laughs> Um, I want to add in a little tidbit for our lower rank players, given I still uh, briefly remember my journey. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to get to a point where I'm just like hard stuck in uh, Diamond 1-2. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I feel like if this continues, I'll, I'll forget, you know, the, the four-month crazy transition to get here um, <laughs> or so. Um, but I did want to say is I feel like when you're in high gold and low plat, um, if you do go for a bump, what what happens a lot of times, um, and this is mostly because there's a lot of uh, goalkeepers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is uh, the goalkeepers will be just a net, and I feel like in high gold, you just kind of go straight. You just you just go. You uh, don't do anything special. You just run straight at them. Uh, they're not going to dodge. It. They're they're just going to get hit most likely <laughs> if they're standing there. Um, in as you start getting to plat in diamond one. People are going to realize that you have to jump, right? Mm -hmm. um, and this is why I've, when I was getting through platinum, like high platinum, low, low diamond, I would, no matter what, jump and flip every time blind because I knew people had learned the mechanic of jumping, <laughs> but they, that's it. Like they've literally just learned the skill and they're like, okay, now I just jump, right? And mm -hmm. they never thought about a thing. And I would actually get demo after demo after demo. Yep. And, and I would just do it blindly. Um, and then the greatest thing is then the second time you do it, you don't do the double jump, and then you're just in their mind. You've completely, like, mind game. For real estate. Um, and so uh, just to keep that in mind, though, I know you were talking, like, I know we were talking about this in a higher level, um, but I'll say this much. If there is, in a lower rank, if there is goalkeepers, because I think goalkeepers tend to be a lot more in the lower ranks, the gold, Definitely. silver. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And because the ball... Like, honestly, people don't hit the ball as far, right? Especially when we're getting to silver and gold. Like, they're just not hitting the ball not as far. Not correctly, not yet. Um, I think going for a blind demo, if there's if there's literally someone sitting there every time, just go for him because he's just standing there, right? Waiting for the <laughs> ball. Just go for that demo. Um, the reason being is hopefully if you do get that demo or if you don't, um, you're able to... Uh, get back and help defend before they transition because the transitions are just so much slower. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also thinking back. I just want to have this as like a moment because I know we talk a lot about high level really mechanics. Good. Yeah, yeah. Really um, I think a lot of times the lower ranks, what ends up happening is if if they do get a good hit and it goes towards that, it's just going in. Like there's no proper transition. <laughs> like no one's gonna get back fast enough, and you just kind of accept it. Um, but I want to say what you could do is you if you're in that silver gold, maybe low plat level. Um, and you are trying these demos on these goalkeepers that are just sitting there, okay? Use it as an opportunity. Like, literally try to ram straight into it. And I've noticed I did this a lot, and this is how I got really comfortable with it. Um, you do, like, the the flip, right? You, you roll into the net, and you go upside down. Um, mm -hmm. And learn to just recover and turn back onto your front, mm -hmm. so you're going back the other way. I feel like that's a pretty cool kind of thing you could do in a game that not only you're practicing trying to bump, but you're also practicing recovery. Um, and then as you get more comfortable with that, you do that with the wave dash. But that's that that's kind of like picking that skill up. But anyway, those are things I feel you can do at the lower ranks, mm -hmm. at least. The definitely the one thing I want to add to that because I, I love that you brought up jumping because like yes, we can teach you when and where to bump, but if you actually can't hit them, then you're just out of position. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so the strat that I have used since like maybe season three, like back when I was super champion and got grand champion for the first time. Um, and still works to this day because I agree. As soon as people realize that jumping a demo is possible, then the demoers start to jump into their demos. Um, is where you start to see that. And the, in my opinion, and I, it still works consistently. I'm so rarely demoed, um, and I don't know why. For some reason, me, but like, and like, I guarantee you, ask the Brock team, they they would back me up and say I'm I'm very rarely demoed. Um, is that I never jump out of the way of demos, I break check them. Um, so I'm always moving. Mm -hmm. And so I, you obviously have to lead the person, right? So like if, if I'm, if you want to, let's say T-bone someone, you have to drive to where they're going to be when you make the connection. When I see, I try to purposely almost not move my car at all. I keep driving in a straight line to make it almost look that it's too easy for me to get demoed. And then I 
quickly just hammer the brake and they fly right by me and I'm still in the play. I didn't flip, I didn't jump, I didn't do anything. The reason I say to do this, is, and, the, and this is where we take what is, I agree with Flash, a good low level skill to learn once you're into that platinum area. Um, and then now you can translate into a much higher level once you get into those diamonds and so on, because I guarantee Flash will start seeing this, is that when you're the, let's say the goalie, you're that you're that third rotation in and someone's taking a good shot and at the, the exact same time that maybe they have some good teamwork, someone's tried to demo you. If you jump and flip or jump or whatever you're trying to do, you now are, you're, you're set, right? You're stuck. You're stuck exactly in that jump. You can't change that. You can't come down. You can't do whatever you're doing. So you can't make that save anymore. So instead, if you break check, you haven't forced yourself to jump and you now can still jump at will and make that save when you need to, which is really useful. So um, by no means am I saying that's your strat and like use that. You need to, similar to what Flash is saying, where he's like, he tries to get in their head by switching up what he's doing as a evader, you also need to switch up what you're doing and, and use those tools in your arsenal. So um Really, I know that's like I think between the three of us, we've now given like a lot to to think about, and it's I think that's why is like you need to think about this as a as an actual part of the game, like it's a system, it's something that's there, and it takes time and practice and and knowing and playing the game to understand exactly what you should do in what situation and when. Because sometimes it is much better to jump, because maybe you jump and then you hover in the air and still make that save, right, or um, and so on. It's all about that timing and understanding what's going on. So um, I'm actually really happy that you brought that up, Flash, because that's a skill that I think translates really well that you literally start learning in like gold or platinum and it keeps getting better and better and better and better all the way up until gc so yeah and uh, oh. yeah it all it all just kind of comes down to um like anything any other mechanic uh or not even just mechanic but any, any other thing in the game where it is a core mechanic that you can learn as you're getting up but then at some level it becomes a mind game because people are so mm -hmm. consistent at it that it's just it's almost the exact same as a challenge it just becomes a mind game where are they going to fake? Are they going to go high? Are they going to go low? What are they going to do? Mm -hmm. I have to figure this out and I have to figure out what the opponent is, regardless of which side you are, to get around this and make this a win for me. <laughs> and I think for me, as someone who's uh, played a bunch of different esports, it actually, for me, it's, it's a skill that's very transferable, like the mind mm -hmm. game. Um, I think, especially Reinhardt in Overwatch. Um, so for those who don't know, Reinhardt's this giant guy that walks around with a shield. Um, mm -hmm. And if you're playing against another Reinhardt, you have an ultimate that shatters everyone. And so you're, what you're trying to do is wait for the moment that that shield breaks. Uh, when, or, or that the person's not holding it up because it's an active ability. Uh, and then you try to slam it down. Um, and it's, it's just a lot of people kind of baiting in and out. You know what I mean? Or then just using it blindly. Um, or you like do this thing where you turn around and you put your shield up backwards because they're, um, but what you do is you turn your face, your camera towards them, so it does a 180 shot, like a shatter. Um, anyway, and it's a lot of this kind of thing where you're kind of baiting out a thing. Uh, and Welcome then, to Overwatch Beginner's Corner. Geez, whatever, dude, whatever. Time to learn the 180 shatter. 180 shatter, dude. Um, no, uh, and it's a lot of just playing around with their expectation, mm. and you're just mm -hmm. you're just constantly kind of baiting them um, and keeping them on their toes. Um, I even. Um, I even think, uh, like in, in regular sports, this happens a lot too. Um, especially if you're doing a lot of one V one, right? Soccer, hockey, what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, you do one move, right? Let's just say you go, go one side and then you go the other side. Um, and you get past the person usually with pace or whatever it is, right? What you do the next time is you pretend to do that same thing, but then you, instead of doing that same thing, you literally just run in the direction mm -hmm. you were planning to originally, but your body does a little fake, Right. And instinctively, mm -hmm. those people will think, oh, no, he's doing that same thing he did last time where he kind of leaned it one way, then he went the other way, right? Um, mm -hmm. And just all you do is you lean one way, and then you start leaning the other way, but you just go back the same way you're going, right? Um, and kind of thinking about that, right? When it comes to um, when you're jumping, um, like you're going for this demo, right? I'm going to bring it back here to Rocket League, right? You're jumping in. I Especially as I get more comfortable, I'll even jump and just wait to see where they move sometimes. And if they move slightly to the right... Then you, uh, then you flip towards the right. Then you slightly to the left, you flip towards the left. And then you're just predicting them, and then they get mind game. And I think there's another mechanic that this even relates to. Um, and that's also um, if you're ever trying to block a shot. Um, kind of... Uh, like, this This is where you get those, like... I, I, I shouldn't go on this tangent, because I feel like we've gone away from the original topic. Um, <laughs> but... Like when you have those, you see those clips on Reddit where like people like whiff the ball like crazy because the person mm -hmm. braked, right? Um, mm -hmm. And that's the same thing, right? It's their expectation is that you're going to do the thing that's the fastest point to goal, right? 
That's the easiest thing. But because you know that they think they're going to do that, you do the opposite thing where it doesn't move, and then they miss the ball because they have to predict, right? They wouldn't be fast enough to block the ball um, had they moved in a different direction. But because you didn't move, now there's, you know, out out flying away somewhere. Um, I, I'm going to cut it there because I know, I feel like I feel like there's been a lot of information. <laughs> um uh, but just to keep that in mind, right? As you get better at a game, it's not just about um, like there's a certain amount of strategy you can teach and a certain amount um, of complexity, but um, deciding on kind of playing with people's expectations is something that's more a general skill that you can always use to help whatever you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, with that in mind, I think we're actually going to, I was going to have a training corner. Um but I think we're going to skip it and we're going to keep it for next week. Maybe that'll be our beginner's corner. Um, yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, so what we'll do is I want to get into DreamHack. Uh, mm-hmm. And to avoid, I, I guess, uh, an hour-long discussion, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to keep it kind of a little more focused. Um, um, because I know we already talked about uh, the promotions and I don't want to say too much. I know that some people like the esports segment. But I'm always trying to find ways to kind of keep it concise or at least mm-hmm. uh, topic discussion um, interesting. So um, from the teams we have here, mm-hmm. uh, I want, I'm going to go over the teams, okay? And I want um, the three of us, we're going to choose two teams, okay? Okay. One is an established brand. It doesn't have to be within the RLCS. It could be an RL, RL team, or it just has mm-hmm. to be a name that's significant enough in esports. Okay, so one like major team, I guess, mm-hmm. and then one team. Um, you have to choose one team that's uh, that's like no branding, like just some. No, I, you don't see any logo on the Liquipedia page. Okay, perfect. Um, so and then you, all you're saying is they're gonna win it. Okay, and okay. and Damn. we're not allowed to choose the same thing. So. Um, if we do choose the same thing, one of us will have to kind of um... rock paper scissors. No, or no, no, else we can. We can. I'm put sure me, you can choose last. something. No, no, else. I like that. I like that. Put me last though, since I, I not to like say anything, but I think I just I have I have more knowledge of. Yeah, that might be fair. Players. So calm, calm yeah, will take the thing, and then me and Wabbits will decide. Um, so, but of those two teams you choose, should they win mm-hmm. this weekend? Right. By the way, it's this weekend. Uh, for those mm-hmm. of you following, should they win this weekend? Um, the other two people. We'll have to uh, sing a duet. All right. Of the, I'm already disagreeing. Of the winners. Of Flash, the you just win- want to sing a duet with me, don't you? How bad yeah, would you want okay, okay, how about this? How about this? Um, maybe, maybe they have to. You, we'll, we'll come up with something, but all right. whatever it is, we'll whatever it is, it has to be something that obviously other people are willing to do. Um, I already have my two, and I don't think either of you are going to pick mine. So. Okay, but my point is, if you do win, you get the other two people to do something. It doesn't have to be too crazy, but something like a little silly on the cool. podcast following. Got it? I like it. Yep. All right. Perfect. Um, so, uh, do you already have your two, you said? Yeah, yeah. You guys go first, though. Take your time. Um, oh, I already know what well, I'm doing. Oh, yep. cool. I, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to let Wabbits go first, I feel. Okay, so for I'm I'm taking the cop out because I don't want to lose this energy. <laughs> oh, whew. I thought okay, we're good, we're good. Keep I'm going. doing it. I'm, I'm going energy. Guess flash takes vitality already, but all right. Yep. Then, that, that's what my guess was. My second one, I'm uh, I'm going all all out that they're gonna beat C9 round one, handsome Beaver. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> all right, so the official Wabbit's prediction: handsome mm-hmm. Beaver and. Yep. NRG. All right. The worst part is I know no one on their team. That's that's the funniest that part. I, I literally I do not name. know. I know. I, I think name. someone on every team except theirs, and <laughs> I think Nitrox might be the only ones I don't know. That's what. <laughs> All I needed was the name. It, yeah. it got me. I'm a fan for life now. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. All right. Um, since I like the teams that are on top to keep being on top, uh, I will mm-hmm. choose RV. Um, of course. As my first choice, I I was thinking about uh, dark dark uh, horse station as I like to call, Ooh, them. Okay. Um, but no, uh, sorry, I'm not gonna put that much hope. Uh, that's that's my dark horse pick if there is one. Uh, breaking the rules just like combo did a lot. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but my second team, um, you know, a team that like without a brand, you know, 
that's mm-hmm. like uh, up and comer. Um, uh, you know, they're probably not very good. Uh, definitely spicy. No, you knew where I was going. That was too long winded for me to say. Seriously. I wanted to do it too, don't worry. But I couldn't choose, uh, choose two in the same uh, bracket. Yeah, I'm no, I'm gonna choose the pink hair uh, fan club. Mm. Um, Dang no, it! <laughs> my my most curious question. I really want them to win it, um, just because mm-hmm. I want to know if this is a, um, like like what what scene this is from. You know what I mean? Like, are we talking like emo? All right, kind of like a little I bit mean... of pink hair, dark hair, but it's like a little bit of pink. Are we talking yep. anime? You know. Are we... Do you know anyone on their team, by the way, or are you just picking it because the name's cool? No, I'm picking exactly, exactly for the reason, uh, because the name has intrigued me as to I want to cool. know what, right. what's from. Are we talking like? It's definitely anime, and I like, would join the Pink K- Air fan club. I, I, I would, I would assume, I would assume so, right? But maybe it's, it's like a fan of like K-pop groups where they have it. You Ooh. don't know, dude. Um, there's options here. There's, there's if I say anything, I love that you picked. So they were going to be, I was debating making them my, my no choice because, so I don't know, since you don't know them, um, both Seabass and Prime Thunder are both previous RLCS players. I like um, how you say that, so... but when I click on it, I literally can't see, <laughs> there's no, nothing, there's nothing on their page on Liquipedia. Oh yeah. Cause it's not a real page. There's not a real team. Okay. So they're two, so they have Prime Thunder and Seabass are both, uh, so Seabass is currently a sub for an RLCS team. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Prime Thunder, I actually don't even know where Prime Thunder is nowadays, but, um, and then they have Soul Flares, which is, he's just a ranked warrior. Um, to my knowledge, I don't know if he's done much else other than that, but uh, he's always been, he's a top 100 boy um, and likes to hang out there. So um, they're a really good team. They're probably gonna be my one. Um, I'm stuck between Yo and Uncharted for my unlisted team. I'm going to go with Uncharted just because I, I really, really do like Forky. Um, I think okay. he's a phenomenal player. Um, and Among Star is, a, is a, another RLRS boy who is in there. I don't know Deep Mank that well, so um, they're a bit of a wild card for me, but Uncharted will be my unlisted team, that'll say. Um, and I want to switch it up and not pick like a big eight um, <laughs> for my for my big boys winning. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Icon. Um, I'm going to say Icon uh, is going to win. Uh, OCE represent. Uh, because they were shafted of their spot by a game uh, for RLCS qualifier. So uh, if you guys watched RLCS last season, um, their dad is X Tainted Minds is their team. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So, yeah. so Tainted Minds uh, left the the scene, mm-hmm. and I actually heard it was with some drama, some contact, some contract drama. Um, so now Shady Express and CJCJ went to Icon instead. So uh, I'm going to take Icon as my big boys uh, coming through. Well, okay, there's yeah. no way that Icon beats Handsome Beaver, though, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so they they are they have a very, very tough route, um, if I can say anything, though. So they're, they're not a great team to pick, but if they come out <laughs> in, they'll look good, because they have to not only start with RBG, which is a, a, a very good squad, um, mm-hmm. they will be either winning... Uh, they will either, then if they win, have to play Handsome Beavers or Cloud9. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Definitely Handsome Beavers, we all know it. There's no so, chance that this small Cloud9 uh, team wins. Yeah. yeah, so I, I, I promise for the people who actually are like well-known in the scene and are caring, and if people actually do care about my opinion, I'm not picking them because they're the best team coming in. I, I'm picking them because I, I do really like the roster. So. All right. Um, I like I, it. I want to say, just for those who don't know, this is the GSL format type, um, <laughs> meaning you need two wins to make it at group stages, um, and you cannot lose twice. Um, that's the most simple yep. way of describing that. Um, mm-hmm. And then it goes into... A second day of groups, I guess. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. a sec- So it's 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 double. When well, you do the groups, and then the two the two that make it through, you got, they cut the groups in half. Yeah, you got again, it. So four from each group. Yeah, and, we and then they get eight, and then they do a bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing I want to finish off here um, by talking about is uh, Dignitas. All right, because mm-hmm. I know we know they haven't qualified for LAN, right? Um, I'm hoping that's right. I feel like <laughs> you're right. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. Okay. Um, uh, but they did win the last DreamHack tournament, um, in a single day format, or I guess not single day, but in a, in a similar esque format, uh, to this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm curious what your thoughts are on how you think they'll do. Wabbits. Hmm. I think they're probably gonna get through uh, the group, like at least the first day group stage. They'll definitely make it through that. 
Um, at least I would think so. <laughs> They're probably yeah, going to have too, yeah. contention for second day, but I don't see them making it to playoffs uh, considering their recent performance. <laughs> that That's basically what I got. <laughs> All right. They, mm-hmm. uh, they have an easier group, in my opinion. Um, Definitely. I think, they, I think they have one of the easier groups. Uh, if you, if just to, to read their group aloud, we have NRG, Smiths, EG, Splice, Dignitas, 303, Renegades, and Uncharted. Um, I would be shocked if they don't even qualify via the upper bracket. Um, mm-hmm. Renegades is a, is a great team, so that's ex-Chiefs uh, to keep in mind um, yep. so from OCE. They're a phenomenal team. I don't think their Dignitas-beating capabilities, regardless of their uh, RLCS finish, but if, let's say, Renegades do come through, um, they will most likely be playing Splice or Smiths, uh, which mm-hmm. is uh, also an easier route to get through for them. So um, just something to keep in mind for that. So I, I, th- yep. I would not be... I would be absolutely shocked if they don't make day two. Um, I don't. I can't see enough moving forward. I really don't want to do the math right now to see what their group's going to look like following that. But um, I, I, I'm going to say I don't think they're a top eight team here. I think we have enough representation that they're not going to be a top eight team to make right. playoffs. Yeah, that, that's yep. something to keep in mind. Um, I want to say I actually want to clarify my statement. It it's not quite GSL format because um, it is eight teams as opposed to four uh, within the groups, um, which means. Um, you still have to win two games, but uh, there's just more teams involved in the group stage, right? And I think it uh, narrows down more in the second day, and then finally everyone joins together in uh, the final day, right? If, yeah, uh, each day they literally just cut the, the teams in half, so there's 32. No, it's still, yeah, it's still eight, though, right? And then eight. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's each group has eight teams, which is yeah. quite large, but it'll be fine. I think it's quite quite followable. It's it's a little mm-hmm. easier. I mean, honestly, it's definitely easier than the promotion. Uh, sorry, the regional <laughs> uh, tournament. <laughs> that was no, vocally to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I, I, so if they run it the same way that the last stream hack was run where they um i'm really curious where if you know where i don't know if you folks remember but where they were showing multiple games at a time kind of thing and switching between mm-hmm. that got a lot of really negative reception oh, i yes. actually yeah. i actually loved that um and i i, I know i'm a really unpopular <laughs> opinion there but i actually you just really, multiple really streams i much prefer multiple uh, streams I, I, at the end of the day so i think the best of both worlds is if let's say they have maybe four streams um eight, and they still, or maybe they have four streams and a mainstream that does that kind of mixed overall commentary. If anything, like, I'd call mm-hmm. it like the broadcast stream or something. You know what I mean? Like right. So yeah. that, that I think would be really cool. And you put like the big games on, right? So like like the whatever the the main one is, or maybe they it's just set for cool. Like I think there's other ways that they can go about it. But I, I do I like the idea of being able to watch as many games at one time as I can, and I think that's what I found really valuable in it. Well, so I, I, I'm curious if they switch it up in a couple ways, like doing separate streams or something along those lines. I'd so, want to mm-hmm. almost say like maybe you do it. Um... I don't remember what that like cop show is, uh, but like where you just like send it to the thing. So like you'd want like two hosts or whatever talking about what mm-hmm. uh, what games are going on, all right? And they're like, oh, there's this really intense game and it's really poor right now. Let's send you there, and then they're yeah. there five minutes and then they send you back and have it as a completely different production. Uh, I know this is <laughs> a little uh, wishful I like thinking, that but but that yeah. might be a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. What so, I think I would work. Yeah, what I think would work uh, really well is if the mainstream they do have the four uh, four streams per uh, per group, but then a mainstream uh, for basically two or a panel that just talks about the games, watches uh, highlights from the games, and then uh, if there's nothing really or if there is a big really big game going on, then they send it there for a little bit, talk about it for a while, and then just continue uh, like that, where you get a direct view of people analyzing the game yeah. uh, rather than just uh, the actual game itself and watching and stuff like that. I think that would be really cool. And I believe that the, that's done pretty commonly in sports. I don't follow them super heavily, so I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I saw, at least on Reddit, following the, the kind of crap show that ended up being the Reddit comments of the the all games on one stream, um, mm-hmm. the main response, at least I saw, was that it's because a lot of advertisers don't want multiple streams because they don't want their viewership split. Um, mm. is the big problem. So uh, I'm curious to see if at least they switch up. Maybe like the maybe each stream, if they do multiple, has like uh, like has different sponsors, or maybe they mm-hmm. like are for their numbers. They're showing sponsors like here. Here's our total viewership, or something on those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if we stick to one stream uh, and they're just showing the major games. That's about well, it. This is what I'm curious yeah. about, though. If it is the same like set of sponsors within all the streams, 
Like, wouldn't you just advertise on all the streams and then you're net? You got it. And I, I think it was just that I think initially sponsors were struggling to understand how that would look, maybe. Uh, and maybe now they've seen that following. Because that was the first time we've experimented with that, right? In the pro scene, mm -hmm. was having multiple multiple games on one. Um, so maybe now they're like, hey, like we can show you how we can do multiple streams and still get the same viewership and something along those lines. Hopefully they... Oh, I, I'm, I have faith in the sponsorship decks that have come out um, <laughs> from the... Cyanix slash Epic Pro, uh, like Pro. Yeah, regardless, like, e like, organizers. If, like I, I think maybe from a sponsorship perspective, when you say multiple streams, they're like, oh, if we have like multiple, then we'll probably get a total that's less. Maybe there's mm -hmm. some kind of confusion with that. Maybe, yeah, but yeah. I, 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 it's, I, I think it's unfounded because I think if people are watching, they're going to watch their favorite teams. Um, Definitely. If anything, it probably increased viewerships from what it was last time. If, the, mm -hmm. if like in total, right? If everybody could watch the ones they actually wanted to watch, because like, you know, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, if I get uh, Splice and uh, what's another boring team, uh, Dignitas, you know, I, <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but whatever. The first game of the day is Splice EG as a rematch. Since I, that, awesome. that'll be exciting, really good. So. Um, no, but I want to say, um, no, if you get like two teams that you don't actually want to see. Um, mm -hmm. Man, there's I want to watch all these games. I'm not gonna lie, but if, <laughs> if you did get ones you're like I'm not that interested in this, then all all of a sudden you have a dip, and then your sponsorships are you know getting seen by less people. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, any closing thoughts on this tournament? Uh, I actually haven't been able to catch Dreamhack live yet uh, in my like mm -hmm. esports watching career, so I'm excited to finally watch one. I don't think I have much plans this week. Free time, nice. Uh, Wabbits. Yeah. I'm definitely planning on catching it. Um. Do you guys want to watch it together? Over <laughs> Watching TV, a call. Right? Yeah. I'm down, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, we can talk about it. and well, that w I think, if anything, if we were talking during while watching, then we have a better chance of remembering it because we're, you know, true. Kind of through. <laughs> um, so just, just to keep in mind, for those tracking, uh, um, Wabbits has chosen NRG. NRG and Handsome Beavers. And Handsome Beavers. Um, Combo has chosen Icon Esports, uh, although he's saying it's more with his heart than his head. Um, <laughs> I believe it's brain, but I mean, head, head strong is the same difference. Um, <laughs> um, Icon and Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, and Uncharted. And then I have chosen um, Renault Vitality and Pink Hair Fan Club. Um, with that, I think we're going to leave you for this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I think there was a wealth of information about bumping. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned a lot today. Yeah. So I hope you guys have too. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you can bring that into your own games. Um, and from all of us here, uh, from myself, Flash, from Combo, from Wabbits, um, mm -hmm. have a great week and bye. 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 bye.